Hi there, I'm Gavin Crawford. I'm a writer, an actor, and a comedian. And for the last eight or nine years, I have been navigating life with my mother's increasing dementia. Has it been sad? Yeah. Has it been funny? Also, yeah. That's what my brand new podcast series, Let's Not Be Kidding, is about. It's the true story of my life as a comedian, my mom, and dementia. Let's Not Be Kidding, with me, Gavin Crawford. A new seven-part series from CBC Podcasts, available now. This is a CBC Podcast. Fergus sat at the foot of the speaker's chair. Now he's making history sitting in it. This is a very, very serious matter. We're not serious. Uh, Let's be serious. Because news. Gavin Crawford. I'm Gavin Crawford, alone in the studio. Why? Because we're dedicating this entire episode to artificial intelligence. Let's be honest, AI news is everywhere. CBC News ran a headline last week that said, Learn AI now or risk losing your job, experts warn. It's not the robot will take your job. It's more like a comedian who knows how to use AI will replace a comedian who doesn't. So I'm going to set aside the next 30 minutes to get up to speed and secure my position while you listen to our past quiz rounds all about artificial intelligence. From the mischief of fake Drake sounding better than Drake himself to grappling with humanity's downfall at the hands of our own creations, we've got all your AI news covered. Back when ChatGPT made headlines for helping students ace essays, I knew we had to put it to the test. So we decided to stage a write-off between our panelists and artificial intelligence. Have a listen to our January broadcast as comedians Ali Hassan, Craig Lazon, and Emma Hunter square off against AI. Panel, teachers across the world are freaking out because students have suddenly found a brand new way to cheat. It was all over the news this week. How, how are students cheating at school these days? Two words, Gav. Nanotech implants. (laughs) Courtesy of those vaccinations we've been getting. I mean, in my day, we just used to put a cheat sheet under the flap of our kilts, and if our teacher caught us, we'd just call him a pervert. It was amazing. (laughs) That was a really great system. I don't know what they do now. I don't know. I actually do know. I teach a class at Queens, so we've gotten the emails. Faculty has gotten the emails about this thing called ChatGPT. You are correct for the point. The headline from Forbes reads, Teachers fear ChatGPT will make cheating easier than ever. Another headline read, ChatGPT will be everywhere in 2023. Do you know what ChatGPT is? I assume it's GoPro throw. So you take your GoPro, you're at school, you have a GoPro. Take your GoPro, you throw it at the chalkboard. The teacher becomes disoriented. You look up the answer on your cell phone. Call him a pervert. Bob's your uncle. You're going to get an A. (laughs) It is not that. What? It is decidedly not that. ChatGPT is an artificial intelligence chatbot. It can write essays, plays, lyrics, code. It can even give relationship advice. What are we going to do now? Yeah. What are we going to do now? (laughs) We wanted to know how easy it would be for kids to cheat. So we played around with this a little bit. We asked ChatGPT to summarize the great Gatsby, but do it in the voice of a grade nine kid. Literally, we put in the prompt, summarize the great Gatsby in the voice of a grade nine student. This is what it spat back in 15 seconds. 
Okay, so The Great Gatsby is this book about this guy named Gatsby who is super rich and throws these crazy parties. It's like a commentary on excess and the shallowness of the wealthy like in the 1920s. That's what the AI wrote. Whoa. Would that fool you if you were a teacher? I just right now I got confused about your age, Gavin. <laughs> ChatGPT was only released six weeks ago by a company called OpenAI. Everyone is now clamoring to work with OpenAI. At the time of taping, what do you think the current rumored valuation of that company is? I guess it's got to be like $5 million. <laughs> it's something like that. Per share or just like a value? Like value a total valuation. Value? Yeah, I'm going to go with like $100 million. Oh, Emma? These oh. guys are idiots. $1 billion. <laughs> it's $29 billion. Oh! We are uh, depressing follow-up question. Jeez. Who is the billionaire co-founder of OpenAI? Oh, is it Brent Spiner? <laughs> it is not Data from no, Star Trek, no. The Next Generation. Grant Peter Thompson? That's what the GPT stands for, huh? It is not no. Grant Peter Thompson. Is it Musk? It is indeed uh, Elon Musk. Uh, if ChatGPT can convince you it's a grade nine student, what else can it do? Let's put that to the test with a game I call, Are You Smarter Than a Six-Week-Old Chatbot? <laughs> Earlier, we gave ChatGPT a few tasks to do. I'm going to give you the same tasks, and we'll see who came up with what. Craig. Oh, God. Go, Craigie. We asked ChatGPT to describe a Granny Smith apple in the style of Donald Trump. (laughs) I am giving you the same challenge. Granny Smith apples, tremendous apple. Apple computers, Macintosh, that's an apple, also very good. Apple pie, nothing more American than apple pie. Light, little tart, I love a little tart, everyone knows that. Very tart. Granny Smith, uh, not a lot of people know that, but it's very tart. True, it's true, it's very true. Uh, amazing. Uh, here's what the AI came back with. Let me tell you something, Granny Smith apples, they're huge, believe me. The biggest, most beautiful apples you've ever seen. They're so crisp, so delicious. Nobody has better apples than us. (laughs) I'm giving the point to Craig on that one. Besting the AI. All right, Emma Hunter, coming to you. We asked ChatGPT to explain reproduction in the style of Mary Poppins. We'll hear its response in a moment. But first, how would you tackle the assignment? In every job that must be done, there is an element of fun. You find the fun and clap. Don't get it. It's awful. There's a burning sensation. (laughs) Amazing, amazing. Here is what the AI wrote. Well, my dear, reproduction is the process by which living things create new life. In the case of humans, it's a bit like a spoonful of sugar to help the medicine go down. (laughs) It may seem like a lot of work, but trust me, it's worth it. But it is a lot of work, isn't it? (laughs) I'm going to call that one a draw. It was pretty good. Pretty good. All right, Ali Hassan, coming over to you now. We asked ChatGPT to write four lines of a Shakespearean sonnet about hamburgers. 
Now, I know you used to be a chef. Yeah. Uh, so, and I know you're a Shakespearean actor, secretly trained yeah. in the back in the dark room. Uh, so, a few lines of a sonnet about a hamburger. What do you got? Shall I compare you to a burger of ham? <laughs> Thou hast pickles, onion, and mustard. <laughs> but not ketchup, mayo, or jam. <laughs> nice. I don't have anything that rhymes with mustard. Uh, this burger is better than anything I've ever heard. There you go. There it is. There. Very well done. Here, again, in like five seconds, is what ChatGPT wrote. Oh, juicy beef with seasoning so bold, thy taste doth make my senses all behold, with lettuce, cheese, and ketchup also hued, a masterpiece of food so well imbued. Oh, my God. Oh, my I'm God. Trouble. It's so I'm good. Trouble. I'm going to give that one to the AI. Yeah. I love uh, it so much. Is ChatGPT going to win this? I think maybe. The credits will be read by ChatGPT. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, the use of ChatGPT went down by almost 10% during the school summer break. Hmm. I wonder why. Remember that Drake song that was so good, he wasn't even in it? It got so popular, even the Junos had to deny the single from even being nominated. How Drake, like, is it? Well, judge for yourself. Have a listen to Jan Caruana, Craig Lazon, and Eric Peterson bantering about the ethics of AI. Panel, it's time for music news. This week, a new song garnered millions of streams in just 48 hours. Have a listen to this track called Heart on My Sleeve. I came in with my ex like Celine, not a flex. First question, and I'm looking for genuine guesses here. Who is that unlikely duo? It is it DJ Airfryer? Because those rhymes are crisp. <laughs> oh. It is not oh. DJ Airfryer, oh, boy. Is that DJ Airfryer? No way. Um, it, it kind of sounds a bit like Drake. Yeah, uh, I was say Drake. Yeah, Drake is one of them. It's meant to be Drake and The Weeknd, oh. a collab between Drake and The Weeknd. Mm -hmm. Can you tell me for a point, what is so unique about this particular Drake Weeknd collab? It was like uh, Sheryl Crow and Kid Rock. They did that song, but they never met. They did their parts individually. Oh, you're in the ballpark. Ah, they did meet. <laughs> when they did it. Now you're out of the ballpark. Ah. Eric, any idea what was so I unique about that idea, collab? I do have an idea because I've researched this. Oh. Nobody sang that song. <laughs> Nobody sang it. You are correct for the point. Uh, <laughs> How's that, eh? How's that? <laughs> yes. AI. AI oh. meets AI. That is, artificial intelligence meets aged idiocy. <laughs> Uh, yes, part. that is true. Uh, that is not Drake, nor is it The Weeknd. The headline from Mashable reads, This fake song from Drake and The Weeknd is AI-generated and scary good. It is good. Is it? People liked it. It got streamed a lot. The song lyrics were also generated by AI and use a lot of generic Drakeisms and Weekendisms. There seems to be a strange focus on one particular celebrity. 
who is brought up in every verse and every chorus of the AI song. Who is that? Well, that I know because I heard it. It was Kevin Hart on my sleeve. <laughs> Kevin Hart. I, th- I think they said Selena at one point. You are correct. <laughs> Selena Gomez. Oh. Mention Selena Gomez oh. a lot. Yes, even AI wants Selena and The weekend to get back together. <laughs> Within 48 hours, the song racked up millions of streams on Spotify, Apple Music, and YouTube before being pulled. For the point, why did Universal Music say it had the song pulled from streaming services? Is it because the computer was accused of DMing underage girls? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness, that is so clever. They said they have an ethical responsibility to prevent harm to artists. Universal said that AI songs are making it harder for listeners to discern between AI and the real thing. Mm -hmm. However, there is one song out there by fake Eminem that really doesn't match his style. Can you guess what fake Eminem is rapping about that kind of gives the game away? Is it the fleeting beauty of lilac season? (laughs) Is it like... The trees have bloomed, sent heavy. My nose is doomed. The blossom has fallen already. Mom's spaghetti can't hold a candle if you don't smell them now. You're bound to miss them. I wish it was that. I think that was AI. Uh, here is fake Eminem rapping about cats. Cats, 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 always on the prowl. They're sneaky and sly with their eyes on the goal. They're the kings of the house. They rule with a perm. Eminem loves cats. Can't you tell from this verse? Meow, meow, meow. Meow, meow, meow. They're the kings of the house. <laughs> and why wouldn't that be Eminem? I mean, I don't know. Maybe he's getting older. He may have mellowed. Cats, cats, cats. I like that. Meow, meow, meow. Yeah, my favorite lyric was meow, meow, meow. Yeah, yeah. Because it makes me feel like maybe we don't have so much to worry about with AI. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Hi, I'm Jesse Crookshank. I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl, let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl. Yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough. While the rise of artificial intelligence could make for a very exciting future, science fiction has shown a much different outcome. The Terminator, The Matrix, iRobot, Minority Report, The Lawnmower Man, well, you get the idea. So you can imagine why I freaked out when tech leaders warned us that AI posed a risk of human extinction. Here's Martha Chavez, Tom Howell, and Miguel Rivas making fun of the doom and gloom behind AI taking over the world. Panel, let's turn to the front page now. World executives and experts warned of an epic risk the Earth now faces. They released a dramatic statement calling attention to the imminent dangers. The imminent dangers of what? Climate change, authoritarianism, late-stage capitalism, flooding, rampant income inequality, anti-Semitism, the growing attacks on LGBTQ human rights. I'm going to need you to be a lot more specific, Gavin. Yeah. Uh, no, they uh, released a statement about something people care about. <laughs> Tom, the imminent dangers of what? 
This is uh, everyone's worried about robots, robot wars. The Globe and Mail headline is artificial intelligence raises risk of extinction, experts say in new warning. Mm. Over 300 industry leaders signed a letter putting AI on the same level as pandemics and nuclear war. Oh, is that all? Yep. <laughs> the call to action was a warning to the world. The head of the Center for Artificial Intelligence Safety said AI could bring us to the brink of a global catastrophe. Just the brink, though. <laughs> Yeah, that's you can still you can always yeah. turn around at the break. Yeah, it's like that's the, like the just the tip of existential okay. threats. Yeah, exactly. We all have that impulse to throw ourselves over the edge when we get close, but we don't yeah. do it. Yeah, exactly. Also, I don't want to be like negative, but I'm not clear on which direction we'd be approaching the brink from. Well, here's what he said, and please, if you can, finish his sentence. He said, "Humanity could go the way of blank." Humanity could go the way of the Toblerone bar at Swiss Chalet. Oh, or is Can't it, get it anymore. Dinosaurs. Weren't they like those the ones that were extinct? Yeah, I was going to say the dodo. That's what I was going to say. Is it aphids? Because I think one of the worries is that robots will farm us like ants farm aphids. I've heard that. The sentence is, humanity could go the way of Neanderthals. Oh. The chilling statement was only 22 words. What did the statement say to pack such a big punch in so few words? You're going to die. <laughs> Robots are going to kill you. Your future as Walmart greeter is compromised. <laughs> because robots... A robot brought this. Yay, robots. <laughs> <laughs> A stark warning indeed. Uh, Tom? I mean, 22 words. Run. <laughs> Anywhere. No, really. <laughs> Start running. They're coming. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, they're almost... Oh! Ah! <laughs> ah! They're taking his fingers! Ah! I always been afraid of my Roomba, but uh, yeah. this brings it to another level. Especially when you hear them climbing the stairs. Yeah, clink, 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 clink. The actual 22 words were, mitigating the risk of extinction from AI should be a global priority alongside other societal scale risks such as pandemics and nuclear war. Whoa. Wow. It's, instead of getting AI to like draw us pictures and write new songs, couldn't we like prompt it to solve the other two problems? Yeah, but what if you, this is the problem, because if you're like, AI, solve climate change, and then AI, AI is like, what's causing climate change? <laughs> it's people. Yeah. Yeah. And then they're like, hey, hey, guess what, guys? I solved climate change. Guys? <laughs> guys. Yeah. And, and the threat of nuclear war at the same time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, no more pandemics oh, either. They, they cancel each other out. Use nuclear yes. war to get rid of the well, humans exactly. causing climate change. Yeah. Do you find the warning like more scary because it was so brief, just 22 words long? Like, hand on my heart, I wasn't scared. And there's no <laughs> rationality for not being scared, except... Just lethargy, like, what's the word for lethargy that is brought on by too many uh, threats to human existence? Like, it used to make the news, but now... Malaise? Sure, yeah. It was just like, yeah, another threat to humanity. Great. Okay. That's, you know, it made the front page? Come on. Well, you know what? I've been told, all, and you too, all, all of our lives we've been, we have been told by preachers, you're going to die because you love somebody from your same sex. You're going to go and burn in perpetual flames, and we don't listen. So I don't listen to the 22 words. <laughs> According to CBC, there are three things that are super dangerous about AI. What are the three dangerous things? It's networked. It talks to itself. 
The three things are privacy violations, misinformation campaigns, and smart machines thinking for themselves. Oh yeah, and then and then Siri, because she doesn't understand me. <laughs> you should see the things that Siri understand that I say. So then I say, go if yourself, Siri, and, and then she says, I don't care for that. But then. <laughs> Martha, the, the we spoke that, about this, the Martha. Day that, the day that Siri says that like a long thing, oh, you know what? You want a piece of me? And then, then we will have a problem. Martha, say that again, and I'm going back to Amazon.ca to blow up your credit card. Yes. How about I wash your mouth out with soap? Do My- you want a piece of me, Martha? <laughs> like, you won't use original Siri, eh? I've got some elderly Irish man doing mine now. I had Irish Siri for a while because you can make it different ones. But Irish Siri, I had male Irish Siri because I realized when I rented a car, if you had Apple Play, that you can have Siri send text to people and they'll read them in the Irish Siri voice. So I kept sending text to Kyle that was like, oh, be sore, Irish. (laughs) (laughs) Just because I thought it was so funny. Okay, so the world may be coming to an end, but at least we'll still have Irish Siri. Hey, if you happen to be in Toronto and don't wish to spend $500 on balcony tickets, why not come to a free taping of Because News? Sign up for tickets at becausenews.ca. We've just opened up November tickets. If you've never been to Because News before, you go to the front of the line. It's Newbie November. At Because News. While it's sometimes shocking just how intelligent artificial intelligence can be, the good news is sometimes AI is also really, really stupid. Just a few weeks ago, Microsoft was making headlines when it used AI to write a travel guide. When talking about destinations for tourists to visit in Ottawa, this AI travel writer suggested a place so offensive, the article had to be taken down. Here's me singing about the offensive article no one wrote. Play along with Gene Yoon, Craig Lazon, and Chris Siddiqui. Food banks and rivers and boring museums All of the tourists come flocking to see them Some kind of market and parliament hills These are a few of our capital's thrills When AI writes, when a bot thinks It can turn out bad And mess up the list of our capital's thrills And make people feel real mad Bravo, Gav. You just heard me singing about Parliament Hills and AI. Can you guess the news story I was singing about? Uh, Chat GPT, Ottawa, Food Bank. Uh, there was a Chat GPT generated article that. Gene uh... Yoon for the point, yes. Uh, the headline is Microsoft Deletes Bizarre AI Generated Travel Guide. Oh. Um, Microsoft, which owns MSNBC, posted a travel article about the top tourist attractions in Ottawa. Readers became suspicious after the article got a number of things wrong. For instance, the AI travel guide suggested visiting Parliament Hills. Uh, All 
of them. Yeah. Uh, what did they say was the big draw on Parliament Hills? Well, they they thought Parliament Hills was a stripper's name. Uh, they said, while you're there, check out all the trucks that are endlessly honking their horns because the residents love it. Uh, they did not, Gene. Any idea what they recommended? Snowboarding. Yeah. Parliament Hills. <laughs> What a view. Uh, they did, in fact, say, uh, visit Parliament Hills and enjoy the pristine grass. Uh, the that. pristine grass. So does somebody go there and weed? Um, I mean, I'm asking as a compulsive urban weeder. Um, I seriously, I carry when I walk, walk my dog, I carry around my weeding knife. Some people will know this. And I weed the park. And if I didn't, it would all be all dandelions. So do you think they weed? The- uh, yes, I definitely think the government pays for someone to weed Parliament Hill. Uh, but there was another more egregious error when the bot suggested a surprising location as an Ottawa must see. Uh, yes. Where did the AI say you must visit in Ottawa? Yes. Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Does anyone know the correct answer? Uh, they mentioned the food bank. They said people should visit the food bank. The headline from the National Post reads, Microsoft's AI-written travel guide calls Ottawa's food bank a beautiful tourist attraction. (laughs) According to the National Post, the food bank was one of the top three attractions in Ottawa, (laughs) along with the Winterlude Festival and the National War Memorial. (laughs) Microsoft said the article was written by a combination of algorithmic techniques with human review. Ah. I mean, it shouldn't come as a surprise. Back in 2021, headline read, Microsoft lays off journalists to replace them with AI. About four dozen journalists were replaced with an algorithm that scans the Internet for stories. It's ridiculous. This is what we're fighting against, people. This is what writers' rooms and actors have to live up to is robots recommending grass to people. It just it generates stuff from stuff that already exists. It's a plagiarizer, so I I, yeah. I don't know, but I mean that's where the technology is now. Yeah, exactly. But I, I think good. everybody's expecting it to be to actually think, and it doesn't think. It just sort of assembles things and remixes them. Well, one prominent Canadian says they knew the threat of AI was coming decades ago. Oh yeah, and yep. warned us. Who knew this day was coming and tried to warn us? It was uh, Matt Frewer from his days as Max. <laughs> Headroom. Nice. That is a good guess. And Canadian as well. But not Matt Furrer. I'm guessing it was David Suzuki. It is not David Suzuki. Oh. Oh. Noam Chomsky. Malcolm Gladwell, he's Canadian, right? (laughs) Ryan Gosling. (laughs) These are all good guesses, but the correct answer... Movie director James Cameron. Oh, Oh, right. James Cameron said in an interview with CTV News... This. I warned you guys in 1984. <laughs> you didn't listen. Oh, Terminator. What yeah. was that 1984 warning? The Terminator. You are correct, Greg Ozone. Nice. He tried to warn us. Everybody remembers that famous scene where the Terminator comes back in time to visit the Ottawa Food Bank. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And that is it for this AI episode of Because News. We will be back next week with real intelligence. Well, maybe. And a studio audience. Happy Thanksgiving. And please don't talk about politics or AI at the dinner table. 
Because News is written and produced by ChatGPT, or as I call them, Elizabeth Bowie, David Carroll, Phil Lung, Jess Klamowski, and me, Gavin Crawford. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.